Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started Namaskar from Pune Oh yes 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 so our listeners have something new from Rohan like a life update from Rohan so just like rohan began namaskar from pune rohan is right now in pune and i am in mumbai so why don't you tell our listeners why are you in pune rohan yeah so i got a job in pune and that's why i'm in pune i shifted about a week back and i feel like most of our episode today is going to be around changing cities living alone figuring out your life which is scary to be honest but yeah that's a small life update yeah that's that's nice but i think you are still just one week in pune like we can talk about changing cities but you cannot call yourself a punekar like of course you cannot even if you live there for 5 years you cannot call yourself a punekar i think because deep down all of us who are born and brought up in mumbai will be mumbaikars but like you obviously will make comparisons between the two cities after living there for a while so maybe we already have a good topic of discussion because i myself was in pune for 2 years and you will be there for i'm hoping more than a year or so so then i'll be able to kind of reminisce about the city and be jealous of you and maybe you will also be jealous of me because the sea is closer to me than it is to you among other things yeah yeah i feel like it's a little too early to make those comparisons but i feel like majority of the struggle whenever you leave your hometown and move to a new city is in the first few weeks right so when i feel like major concerns of mine have been mostly resolved so i feel like that first week is generally very very difficult and also there are two experiences that you can have one is the hostel experience right which is a little easier because most of the things are sorted for you by the university but you are also a little younger back then so it can be a little more daunting but then when you move to a new city for a job there's no hostel right so you have to take care of each and everything so i feel that's a different kind of challenge i feel like this is a little more challenging but then when you have a job you are probably little older so you should be able to handle that as well so that's one aspect second aspect is just the social aspect right how do you make new friends how much are you investing in other people how are you gelling with other people are you feeling lonely or are you missing your home etc etc there are so many small small challenges like this when you don't really have a hostel because in a hostel you are obviously going to go and meet your classmates and uh, all your classmates will be taking the same courses will be doing the same program and will be living together so it's a little easier because you have the same context right but here that's not the case here even if you live with a roommate that roommate might be in pharmaceutical other roommate might be in construction for example and then you have to make small conversations generally in my hostel the common conversations common topics were about the courses that we are taking right that this teacher dash 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 that professor dash 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 or this particular assignment dash 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 and that's how conversations begin but here you don't have that so it's it's interesting so this is the second time i'm changing cities first it was for educational purposes and i was living in a hostel it was much much easier one week after being there in the hostel i felt very much like at home but here i do think so that i have full grasp on each and everything by each and everything i mean the food the breakfast the lunch the dinner the snacks the laundry the car the petrol the maintenance the electricity the water the cleaning there are too many things that still needs figuring out but i feel like maybe 
these things never figured themselves out to solve things so i'm not sure but yeah it's been an interesting last one week yeah yeah that's good to hear and i really like the parallel that you brought on the table like you have moved city twice but both the times are like completely different experiences and you got to learn from the previous one but this one in particular is facing a little more challenging but i think like you even mentioned a couple of weeks and you will obviously be settled and that is how our brain and mind and we as humans are built to function right that whatever be the situation after a couple of weeks we tend to get used to it to get accustomed to it be it any situation like moving into a new city or uh, losing a loved one or like any situation like don't you think so yeah 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 i mean that's well established in psychology right like once you make a small change or even a big change for that matter once you make a big change in your life after a few weeks or a few months your base happiness levels returns so like they have surveyed people who have lost their loved ones people who have won lotteries people who have lost one of their limbs for example so they have surveyed people who supposedly should be super super happy because something great happened in their life could be a promotion could be a lottery and they have surveyed people who supposedly should be super super depressed maybe they have lost a loved one they have lost a job or something like that but what they observe is like after a few weeks everyone just returns to their base levels of happiness so there's a temporary shift in your state of mind but then you return back um yeah yeah and speaking of returning back let's not digress further and return back to our topic at hand Yeah so dear listeners like always we are running short of topics because both of us have been little careless in making note of them so we'll continue with the 36 questions of love we are on question number 19 and the question says if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly would you change anything about the way you are now living why <laughs> I think we we discussed something along these lines like you talked about Steve Jobs asking himself the same question every morning in the previous episodes but still this question still holds so do you have an answer to it Yeah for me it's so simple that I'm living in Mumbai right now <laughs> sorry I'm living in Pune <laughs> right now I'll obviously move back to Mumbai and be with my parents That's one change but with respect to my job I feel like I would love to have the same job or maybe okay. a similar job in mumbai but yeah living with parents would be one change i would definitely make okay so that's that's a really good thing like even though you know you will be dying in a year or so you still are willing to continue your job for the sake of others and that's why that's no, the no, reason no, no. why no 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 it's not about sake of others eh? i love i love my job man i love teaching i mean i don't i don't love teaching so i wonder if there's anything you can truly truly love because anything that you do in life will have some aspects that you don't really like if you are a carpenter there's something that you don't like maybe it's painting maybe it's cutting wood maybe it's fine tuning or whatever when you're a teacher for example you don't like grading you don't like dealing with a certain kind of behavior issue in the classroom so any job you do anything you do in life there's something that you won't like about it even if you say that i don't want to do anything I'm just going to sit back, relax for the entire one year at my home. There are aspects of it which you're not going to like. For example, maybe sometimes you feel lonely, or maybe sometimes you feel bored, and hence you don't want that for yourself. So whatever you do, it's never that I love this thing. There's always going to be aspects 
which you're not going to like about that thing. So if that's the case, all you need to do is find something that's fulfilling. For some people, it's traveling. For some people, it's teaching. For some people, it could be editing videos. So I feel like I found the role which gives me meaning and which makes me sleep sound with 100% satisfaction. So it's not about sake of others. Yeah, I want to do something for others. It's mostly about I feel good about myself after doing it and hence I want to do it. So does this mean that inherently as humans, all of us are selfish and we just think about yourself and you are doing it because you enjoy doing it? I don't know about others. Firstly, I feel like there are human beings out there who do things just for others. Yeah, I feel like there are people who do so many amazing things out of the emotion of service to others, out of altruistic nature. That's one. Secondly, I remember there was some seminar when I was doing my master's in physics that I attended for the development sector in general. So there, the facilitator mentioned one thing which really clicked. He said that don't do it for others, do it for yourself. If you feel happy about the work that you're doing, you'll be able to do better at your job. And because you're doing better at your job in the development sector, you're indirectly helping people more. Either you're helping people more deeply or you're reaching out to more number of people. So even though you're being selfish and you're doing this for your own happiness, because you're feeling happy, you work better. And once you work better, you work deeply or you impact more people, either of the two. And for me, I feel like that emotion of I'm doing this for the society has diminished quite a lot. And I'm quite surprised at myself at that fact that I don't do this out of service to others any longer because I've realized that I'm here in the long run, right? I'll be in this sector for the next 20, 30 years of my life. And once you attach a huge purpose behind your work, it's very difficult to switch off. Hence, now I look at my job just like a 9 to 5 job. I just want to do great during my 9 to 5 and at the same time take breaks, take holidays, switch off my mind from whatever is going on at work, also enjoy my life. Because I feel like that's more sustainable, right? That there's no point in having a lot of purpose and feelings and emotions of altruism behind your actions and burning yourself out and maybe then switching sectors altogether. So I think that's what I've decided for for myself. I think when I was doing the Teeth for India Fellowship, that time this purpose was very, very strong. That whatever I'm doing, why am I doing it for? That question was always at the back of my mind. But after the fellowship, I feel like I've switched gears and I just feel like the two primary things that I look at is just, am I growing? That's one. And secondly, do I like what I'm doing? The everyday tasks that I'm supposed to do in the job. So hence, I feel like I am being selfish. I'm just trying to see what is making me happy, what is leading to my growth. And I feel like that's actually helpful because that leads to better impact in the social sector in some ways. <laughs> well, I have so many things to comment on your answer. Firstly, I would like to say, my dear friend, you are like your actions are not matching your words. And <laughs> I hope you realize in what context I'm saying it. And for my listeners or for our listeners, I would like to elaborate this point why I'm saying this because like we are planning like our friends, college friends are planning a trip to Lonavla, but Rohan wants to work on a Sunday and he says that he wants to take breaks, enjoy life on one side and the other side he's saying that he just wants to 
work even on a sunday so rohan can you tell us <laughs> why this disparity in your answer i feel like you're giving incomplete information to our listeners okay so listeners the point is you want to go hmm. out for a vacation small vacation and i truly truly believe that after you come back from a vacation the next day should be holiday okay and hence i felt like if we are going on say friday saturday sunday i want a monday off but sadly because i am on probation in my new organization i cannot take a leave as of now so monday taking a leave on monday is not an option hence i feel like i want sunday for myself to do whatever and the thing about taking a leave is your work does not reduce and i'm not sure if this is true with other organizations i feel like that is true with other organizations as well like when you take a leave that work does not automatically get done by someone else it is still your job to do it now if you're taking a leave you have two options either you compensate that day's work earlier so say for example if i'm taking a saturday off so saturday ka 8 ghanta gin lo divided by 5 around say 2 hours aage aas pass so i'll have to work 2 hours extra every day for the previous week and then i can say okay i've already completed my saturday's work and i'm going to take a leave on saturday or you just take a leave on saturday and whatever work you were supposed to do on saturday you do it on say monday tuesday wednesday of the next week and hence i feel like i need a holiday if i if you are going on a three day vacation and hence my suggestion is like let's do it a two day vacation and let me have the third day for myself when i compensate for the leave that i'll be taking and i feel like if i don't give that day for myself that's my individual work time so i keep saturdays as my individual work time where i do all the planning for the next week if i don't do that now my next week becomes very very hectic it becomes very very tiring and the week just generally does not go well and hence i need that one week for myself so it's it's not about fact that i want to go on a vacation itself shows that i do want to switch off and like enjoy my life it's just that i also don't want to make my next week very very tiring for myself and i'm a little cognizant of that as well and hence I want that one day's uh, individual work time. I also want to add the fact that if I was a purpose-driven person, or rather, let us say that if I was in the Teach for India fellowship right now, I would have said to myself, "Okay, two days chutti aagi. Let me go and visit a few students' homes. Let me go and talk to a few parents, or let me go and figure out a community center within the community where I can teach my students offline." So all of these things I would have done if I was in the fellowship. But now that I know that I'm here in the long run. I need to take breaks, and hence I'm also thinking about a vacation. So it shows that yes, I'm ready to take a break. I'm ready to pause. I'm ready to switch off and enjoy my life a little. Okay. Yes. You, what you are saying is does make sense, and I also agree to the fact that once you have been to a vacation, it's good to get back and relax a bit at the comfort of your home before you start working, before your normal everyday monotonous life begins. but just ask yourself that you are taking a vacation for 2 days and then you require 50% of that amount that is one day to again get back into the cycle so don't you think that's quite unreasonable no if you take a 2 month vacation also even then i'll need only just one day ka preparation time okay okay theek hai let's not digress more the other uh, thing uh, i wanted to say <laughs> when you start what? losing and when i make Would you start no, it, losing it's and not a, I start making sense? That when that's when you will say, 
okay okay let's not digress no if you want me to argue more i can i have more questions to ask on the same topic like you're taking one day of the vacation because you just want to get into the rhythm of your everyday life this would have been super super easy if i just had the liberty to take casual leaves which i don't for the first 3 months you still have the liberty to take the casual leave by saying that you are awfully sick but you now you will bring morality into the picture that you don't want to lie yeah correct yeah i can understand even even i wouldn't want to lie to my organization that just shows how much love and respect we have for our individual organization it also depends on the organization right so if the organization does not have casual leaves if the organization does not respect the fact that an employee just wants to take a break for no reason at all right casual leave is, is what you want to take a leave for no reason or whatever reason the organization does not care so if my organization is ready to provide me all of this why do i want to break that trust right but there are some organizations which don't respect that sadly and uh, they won't have the facility of casual leaves or they have the facility of casual leaves but the managers don't approve the casual leaves for whatever reason so i feel like if that's the kind of culture in your organization then i feel like it's completely okay to like just fake that oh i'm sick and i'm not coming and go to the stadium to watch a match or something but if the organization is ready to provide me with all of this then i feel like i should not break their trust so i feel like it also depends on which organization we are speaking about okay yeah that so that's understandable the other thing is if you take a day off say suppose for example that you had the liberty to take a casual day off on a monday but your work load doesn't surprisingly gets less right what you need to do you have you have to do and so you'll have to either do it in the before week or in the coming week right so then does it like really require 8 hours of work is the question like do you have to have to work for 8 hours it's or plus there, or minus there... it's not always 8 hours sometimes it's 10 hours sometimes it's 4 hours but on an average it's around 7 to 8 hours theek hai chalo i am raising the white flag here Okay. So the other thing that you mentioned in your answer is like I asked you the question about selfishness. You are doing it for your own happiness or not? And I think I have experienced something along those lines. Doing things for your own happiness or doing things for others, not because you want others to benefit from those things. That is the secondary reason, but the primary reason is that doing something for others makes you feel happy, makes you feel worthy in some sense, and that's why you do it to seek that appreciation from others, right? So, do you think this is a flawed way of thinking? What I mean to say is, maybe in the short term it it might be of help, but in the long term it it really backfires because, say, for example. Uh, how do i put it i have an example in mind ha okay um first of all i f- i love the fact that you use the words primary reason and secondary reason it's not that doing something good for others is not in the picture at all anymore for me that's not the case like the aspect of doing social work the aspect of uplifting people from the poverty cycle i feel like all these are important reasons for whatever i'm doing why i'm doing it um but that's not the primary reason so i love the fact that you made that distinction so primary reason is like i enjoy what i do and the secondary reasons and the tertiary reasons are like okay the organization is good the organization's vision and my vision match i love the impact that i'm creating so on and so forth. all of that is there and it's super super strong 
because that's not the primary reason. The primary reason is I feel good after doing whatever I do, and hence I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And I feel like that's the only way to live. To be honest, you have to have to live for yourself. You have to live for happiness, because. See, there, there's no proof that we're gonna get more human lives, or we're gonna get more lives, or there's anything after life. So there's there's no proof, right? Um, so I'm gonna assume the worst, and assume that after death there's nothing. Full stop, right? So if you believe that, then this is very very precious life that you've got, right? And you have to make the most of it. And if that's the case, you have to live for your own happiness. How uh, you can't live for someone else. or something else is it flawed i don't think so because i feel like everyone has such limited time on earth you should make the full of it can it backfire definitely yes i'll tell you when it will backfire when you feel like something is going to make you happy but it does not okay for example a promotion you feel like okay once i get that particular promotion i'll be super super happy and it does not happen you feel like there will be some other dimension that is added to your work life which and that does not happen But you feel like okay, that promotion is going to lead to this much salary bump, and that salary bump is going to make things different for your life, and that does not happen. I feel like those are the places where it can backfire. And also in the early stage of your career, you're not really sure what you want to do in life, right? I feel like there are so many people, even in thirties, thirty-five, forty, they're not really sure what they want to do with their life. They're still figuring things out, which is okay, which is normal. But then, if you feel like okay, maybe public policy is something that I'm made for. I want to try public policy. You know, try public policy because again, <laughs> you're doing it for your own happiness, right? So you're exploring things, and you get a job in public policy, and you're not enjoying it. Uh, something similar happened with me, right? I felt like training school leaders is going to make me very, very happy, but it did not, and I did not enjoy the process. I did not enjoy the tasks I was doing on the daily basis. That's when it backfires. So yeah, these are I I feel like I can find examples when it can backfire. Other than that, also what can happen is this particular thing is making me happy today. But say two years down the line, five years down the line, ten years down the line, that's not what I enjoy anymore. There's something else. And as I said, right, life is short. You can do whatever you want. You switch careers. You switch industries. That's also okay. So these are the cases where I feel like it could backfire. no like you are looking at it in a very professional sense thinking about the jobs and the industry you are working in and i am looking at it or i meant it in a very personal way for example let's take an example that you marry someone five years down the line you are happy after some time i don't know what makes marriages work or on the other hand what doesn't make them work it's like maybe you are just like seeing the same person face every day you are just too familiar with it and things start up not making as much sense like they used to 5 years before and so obviously according to your answer the easy way out would be to you know have a divorce right but if you have kids or you you cannot do that because you have to think about the kids and you have to think about the what the society would say so you no longer are thinking about just for yourself and for your own happiness but you have to take others into consideration so how do you how would you approach your answer of doing things that make you happy in a personal way in a personal sense like it's okay if you don't have an answer but just for the sake of discussion no no the when you, when you turn <laughs> this into a personal thing then it's a definitely different it's a completely different question yeah for professional it's super super simple 
पर्सनल में या आई फील लाइक आई जनरली टेंड टूवर्ड्स बीइंग देयर फॉर अदर्स ओवर सेल्फ हैप्पीनेस एंड दैट्स काइंड ऑफ कॉन्ट्रडिक्टरी राइट इफ आई से दैट प्रोफेशनली इफ यू यू हैव टू बी हैप्पी एंड यू हैव टू लिव फॉर योरसेल्फ देयर इज ओनली वन लाइफ एटसेट्रा एटसेट्रा व्हाई आई एम नॉट एबल टू से दैट फॉर माय पर्सनल लाइफ एज वेल दैट्स अ थिंग दैट वी बी नीड टू थिंक अ लिटिल डीपर अबाउट इट but in in general in personal matters i feel like i tend towards living for others in personal matters dharma also comes in place right if you are the son there are some responsibilities as a son which you did not sign up for right in professional cases you sign up for things like you apply for a job and then you get that job whereas say for example when you are being a son you did not apply for being a son or did you did not opt for that particular mother or that particular father or that particular family You just get it by itself. So hence, it's a little trickier because it was not you who chose those relationships. Yeah, in some cases you might, for example, romantic relationships, husband wives. Yeah, in those cases you can choose who your partner is. But in cases where you don't have that choice, then it gets a little trickier. So I feel like the places where you don't have a choice, it's basically luck, right? If you're lucky, you get very very supporting parents. If you're not lucky, you don't get supporting parents. But in either of the case, it is your responsibility to take care of them in their old age, for example. So even if they're good to you, even if they're bad to you, I feel like it's your responsibility, and that's just pure luck. Like you did not get the kind of parents that you would have liked, and you were unlucky. But that does not change the fact that you have responsibilities towards them, and hence I feel like I'll I'll keep my own happiness aside and try to fulfill the duties. as much as possible in case of companies i know right if i am not there maybe they'll figure something out they'll have some other person they'll employ a new person for example but i'm not really sure if that can be done with personal relationships and hence the personal relationship is a little difficult but the places that you do choose people friendships for example romantic relationships i feel like it's okay to say that friends this is not working out for me and hence maybe we need to separate so places where you are free to choose i feel like it's okay but even then i feel like i generally tend towards maintaining the relationship being there for the other person irrespective of the person happiness but yeah i mean that's my take on happiness in personal relationships yeah it was surprising to hear about dharma from you but yeah i think you have a you have a decent enough answer so i think like we have digressed a lot from the question i don't even remember the question yeah so the question was if you knew for sure that you'll die after a year would you continue doing what you're doing or do you would you do something different yeah that was rhetorical i of course remember the question but we are still on your answer right so i have still few more comments on your answer of course the first thing you said that of course i won't be in pune i would come back to mumbai and then you said that you still want to work in the organization you are so what happens mm. if your organization doesn't want you like they say that if you want to work for us you have to stay in pune what will you do now it's obvious you will come back to mumbai leaving the organization but then do you plan to go through the hassle of searching for a job or just relax i feel like i am confident enough that i'll get a similar role that i have anywhere in the country in any decent city in the country so i feel like that experience of having impactful two years in a classroom will give me similar roles that i'm in the right now hence i feel confident in going into other organizations in mumbai and start searching for a job okay cool 
ओके सो नाउ कमिंग टू माय आंसर राइट सो आई स्टिल रिमेंबर वाइल यू वर टॉकिंग अबाउट द स्टीव जॉब्स थिंग दैट ही यूज टू आस्क हिमसेल्फ दिस क्वेश्चन आर्ट इफ आई वर्ड टू डाई समाइम सून विल आई बी स्टिल डूइंग वॉट आई एम डूइंग राइट नाउ सो इट वॉज लाइक अ मंथ अगो वी रिकॉर्डेड दैट एंड ऑनेस्टली आई डिडेंट हैव एन आंसर बैक देन एंड आई इवन डोंट हैव एन आंसर राइट नाउ वन वर्ड आंसर इज इफ आई वर टू डाई वुड आई स्टिल बी वर्किंग वेर आई एम वर्किंग राइट नाउ द आंसर वुड बी नो नॉट बिकॉज वॉट आई डू इज नॉट इंटरेस्टिंग इट्स नॉट फन इट इज इंटरेस्टिंग इट इज फन इट इज वेल पेइंग देर आर जीरो कंप्लेन्ट्स दैट आई हैव फ्रॉम माई जॉब एंड आई एम श्योर एनी वन एल्स वुड लव टू स्विच प्लेजेस विथ मी बट आई एम जस्ट लाइक आई डोंट थिंक सो आई एम मेड फॉर इट like i am the best suit for this job like someone else would have been would have been able to do a better job than me and would have been able to provide better services to the organization that's what i feel one reason could be that there is no what do you call it there is no nothing there is no data to assert that okay what i'm doing is making sense or what i'm doing is making a change for example if you make a sale and a person buys what you are selling you have a data that okay i i sold something to so there is nothing concrete as such in the work i do but of course there are some little little moments here and then which which make me you know like my job and anyway i didn't want to go into the education sector i just gave the interview and got really really lucky and got selected and it was a good well paying job so i and i didn't know what to do with my life back then nor do i do right now so i feel that that one year in which i'll be alive i would still be wondering about the great philosophical questions of who am i why am i here what's the purpose of life and all those things it, it, it might sound very you know cheesy especially to young listeners if rowan students are listening but i think i never thought that i am a person who would be grappling with such situations but right now i am facing such uh, this situation of i would you i don't think so you would call it a midlife crisis but it's something similar like i don't know what i want to do in my life professionally so i'm just living each day at a time and i think sometimes it's okay like it doesn't matter like you don't need to be a great person it's okay to have an average life in a middle class life you know you don't need lavish mansions and you know sports cars and all those things i i'm okay totally okay and accepted that as long as i have a good roof over my head and eating good food that is something that's important eating good food and just in general having a decent enough time it's it's good enough for me so i don't have a concrete answer but i think my life would generally be the same there is nothing special or nothing different that i would like to do yeah yeah one thing that comes to my mind i would really really like to go to japan so all the investments that i have made i would take them out i would borrow money from my parents and like have a very lavish trip to japan and that's that's one goal not a goal but a dream right so the difference between the goal and dreams is like goal is something that you are working towards dream is something that you just have in your mind so it's not a goal it's a dream so that is one thing i would probably do yeah obviously i mean if you know the date when it is going to be your last day on earth obviously you start taking off your bucket list so there are so many things on my bucket list also <laughs> so i'll maybe start taking that off but i feel like the question 
was more around your general day to day life day to day activities so i don't think so anything is going to change there i feel wouldn't you leave your job because you know that you're not even enjoying mm. it you're not in it with the purpose and all i felt like you would say that you would leave your job and spend the remaining year doing something else yeah that's what i said na that would i be doing the same job i said no but the other thing is like it's a really well paying job and if i leave it i won't have money like i do have money but i won't have the continuous supply of money and uh, if i leave this job i don't know what else i would do right so if i have if i if i have figured it out what i want to do in life then i would you know simply leave this job but since that's not figured out this is as good as it gets also somewhere in between your answer you were saying that it's okay to have a normal life middle class mm-hmm. life i feel like you know, that's not okay like that's okay if you are happy doing it and by it i mean the work that you do right so say for example she was just like driving cars around and you are a cab driver and if you are happy doing it and then you have a middle class life i feel like that's okay but if you are having a middle class life while you are not enjoying your work i feel like that's a recipe for disaster you have to enjoy what you are doing at least like 50% of it you have to enjoy or else it's not going to work out i feel like and also somewhere in your answer you use the word impact right you don't have data and there's nothing concrete coming out of your actions and i feel that's the difference between our generation and the previous generation for the previous generation the job was only to make money you make money you get two time ka khana and that's why you get a job we are the generation who start thinking about the job saying that we are going to spend around 30 to 40 years of our life doing this same thing for 8 hours a day 6 days a week and hence you have to make sure that all of that is leading to something and hence you want that impact that's where the word comes from right so it could be having impact in a classroom it could be building your own company it could be improving the sales of a company or whatever whatever so i feel like our generation has started looking at impact and earlier generation did not and rightly so right they have seen poverty around them and hence they felt like if you get a job you don't leave it no matter what it's very very difficult to get a job and you should like keep it very very close to yourself so i feel like we are a unique generation who feels like they need to have impact and hence i feel it's a little difficult for our parents to also understand why is it important for us and it's also like seeing your friends grow right it's 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 about growth as well so i have been in my organization for 2 years so i don't see any growth in me like i i feel i'm the same person i was 2 years ago that might also be one reason why i don't feel you know happy enough satisfied enough and the other reason was like the pandemic right like working from home was not that fun and of course there were a limited number of things you could do from home so when i go to office we do experiments we we play around with stuff so that is gone when you are doing it from home so i think that also is the reason why i didn't have much fun yeah, yeah. i feel like growth is super super important and hence i see only these two things the first thing i see in a job is am i growing the second thing is are the aspects of the job which i enjoy doing so i feel like growth is a super super important point and another point which i missed last time was at the end of people's lives 
what matters the most again some research they had done so one of the things which matters significantly is what did all their work lead to and that was a little counterintuitive back then because back then they predicted that the thing which would impact their life satisfaction most would be the amount of money they made right so i made so many thousands of rupees or so many lakhs of rupees a month and uh, i lived such a lavish life so on and so forth but that did not make them feel satisfied if the work that they were doing led to something like i grew this company from here to there i built this company from scratch i taught so many students over my lifetime so when they feel like they their lives and their actions have led to something that's what gives them a lot of life satisfaction so i feel like that's also important yes yes it it totally is correct